0: As we hear this beautiful scene in the Gospel of Jesus calling his first disciples, there's a moment in every person's life where we hear that call of Jesus spoken personally to us. Perhaps before that, we were carried along in the faith by our parents, maybe our families. Maybe we spent several years just going through the motions without any commitment of our heart. And then the day comes where we are aware that Jesus is looking at us. And He is inviting us to follow. He waits for our personal freedom To make a choice for Him. And to make that choice every single day to follow in His way. And as we do this, we become very much aware of all the baptismal graces that we receive. It's as if they start to come alive. Some people talk about this experience as becoming Awake like rising from the dead. And as we begin to listen to Jesus and walk in His way, we realize that not only does this require repentance and a change of heart, a radical change of heart, but it also requires leaving certain things behind, like those first disciples. For example, as I come to follow the way of love that Jesus teaches, I must leave behind all those forms of selfishness that dominated my life before. As I enter more deeply into my identity as a child of God, I must leave behind all those false identities that I may have picked up along the way, and as I allow that life-giving truth of Jesus to enter more deeply into my heart, I become aware of the lies that I believed before, the misconceptions, the half-truths, the way of looking at myself, the world, and of God, I must leave those lies behind and fully embrace the truth." As I began to do this, many things became clear to me, and one area that became so beautifully clear is the pro-life teaching of the Scriptures as found in the teaching of the Church. I began to understand why the church was so radically pro-life about everything. For example, that beautiful verse from the prophet Jeremiah. Before I made you in the womb, I knew you. Before I made you in the womb, I knew you. And that beautiful passage from the Psalm 139 that is similar. You formed my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am wonderfully made. When I was being formed in secret and fashioned in the depths of the earth, your eyes beheld my unformed being. All the days All my days were decreed even before one of them came to be. This blows me away, these passages from the scriptures. To think that not only at the very moment of conception did God hold my life precious and sacred, but even before I was conceived, when I was a joyful anticipation of the mind in the mind of God even then my life was held precious and sacred as catholic christians every single one of us is deeply concerned about all the threats to the sacredness and dignity of human life. But what is going to turn things around? I believe that the most powerful influence to change things for the better in all these areas of life is our ability to attract people to Jesus Christ, so that they, like us, can experience receiving this beautiful gospel teaching on life in the experience of a personal relationship where they are experiencing the love of God. But we, it must be in us first if we are going to attract people to Jesus and to this beautiful gospel of life, especially by the way that you and I treat each other? Will you know that your life is sacred and precious by the way I look at you, by the way I treat you? Will I know that by the way you treat me and love me? Do we hold all life as sacred and precious? There was a moment in my life where the Lord drew me away from fixing machines. I was a a maintenance mechanic for several years. And He drew my heart to work with people, especially to those with special needs, who are very frail, and very vulnerable. There was a period in my life where I worked with the elderly in a nursing home, in the the unit for Alzheimer's and dementia and Parkinson's. And then there was a time when I worked with those with Down syndrome and autism and other disabilities. And then a period of time when I worked with the mentally ill. And this was a beautiful time in my life where I was able To apply to live this teaching of the sanctity of all human life. And I remember as I worked together with other people to serve these various beautiful people, that some of my co-workers were drawn and they noticed that I did things a certain way. And they were drawn to what I was doing because it seemed odd to them. And yet they knew it was right and it was beautiful. And they started to be inspired and to do and to love the residents in the way that I was loving them myself. It started to become contagious. For example, I remember in the nursing home, in the evening when we would go through the rooms, we would check the bedding and the gowns, of, of the residents because many of them struggled with incontinence. And I introduced a way of doing that, of changing the bedding and the gowns without uncovering the nakedness of those residents, these beautiful people. This was a novel idea to them. I was compelled to do it, I had to do it this way out of respect for the dignity of these beautiful people. And so these kinds of things started to become a normal practice in these places where I served. I remember a a very dear sister in Christ calling me last year. Six to eight weeks into her pregnancy, she had a miscarriage. She says, Father, I want to have a service at the cemetery. So at the hospital, they gave her this beautiful little white box ornately decorated. She put the baby in that little box. And we had a beautiful burial service at the cemetery. But what a powerful witness of the sacredness and the sanctity of that little precious life. My dear friends, we our lives are the best billboard and advertisement for the pro-life teaching of the Bible as found in the teaching of the Church. It must be in us first so that we can draw other people to the beauty of this sacred teaching. And now Jesus, who is the author of life, of your life and mine, who comes to us as the bread of life, is going to affirm the sacredness of our own life. May we show that to one another. Amen.